The following podcast is a production of Ocean Media Enterprises. Welcome to The Squeeze, the real stories behind the movers and the shakers that are shaping our future. I'm your host, Martha Duran. And I'm your host, Lucia Baez-Geller. You know, Lucia, every March is Women's History Month. It's an annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women in the history and in our society. It is celebrated in March in the United States. And our guest today on The Squeeze is definitely a trailblazer, a powerhouse woman, and a history maker. She really is awesome. Yes. She's someone we celebrate 365 days a year. Love her. As with all women, really. Miami Shores Mayor Crystal Wagger is a well-respected elected official and an attorney and advocate. Crystal's public sector experience includes general counsel for the Black Economic Development Corporation, interim city manager for the village of El Portel, and chief policy aide and chief of staff for Miami-Dade County Commissioner Jimmy Morales, who's actually now the county Amazing. manager. Amazing. So she has a lot of experience. Uh, tons. I mean, her accolades are just... Incredible. Awesome. I can't wait to hear all about him. Yeah. <laughs> In late 2013, Crystal moved to Singapore, where she spent nearly four years representing the United States in her role as spouse to the United States wow. ambassador. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And in April of 2019, Crystal was elected as mayor of Miami Shores, where she also made history as the first African-American woman to ever be elected in the village's 89-year existence. Wow. Breaking barriers. Yeah. Amazing. amazing. So welcome to The Squeeze, Mayor Crystal Wagger. Woo! I'm so honored to to be joining you guys tonight. What has it been like serving as the first black female mayor of the village of Miami Shores? Mm. Well, I can tell you what it's been like serving as the mayor. Period. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who happens to be a woman and, and African-American. And, and certainly um, that's not without its commentary, but uh, you know, it's been, it's, it's actually been an honor, right, um, to actually serve your community, which is kind of what I live by. I live to serve. You know, I'm always trying to be helpful. Um, but there was a time a few years ago where uh, then President Obama said, if you can get, if there's a way like that for you to get involved in your local community, you should seize it because maybe it could be you to make a difference. So, right. um, you know, it, it it's been a learning curve, clearly, but most importantly, um, I get great satisfaction out of helping folks solve their issues because everybody, you know, they have a home and they want a certain quality of life and you want to be able to help them, you know, provide that, whether I agree with what they're trying to do or not, you know, it's my job to try to get them to where they want to be. Uh, in addition, you know, our community has changed so much. We have so many young families, international families. I mean, we have a little bit of everything here in Miami Shores, which I'm most proud of. That's nice. And it's very so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's very diverse. Uh, yeah. I would I would argue that it's one of the most diverse uh, cities here in Miami-Dade County. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been fun getting to know all the residents and the different residents and everybody and their different concerns. So that's been a fun part. But as you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. about a year after I got elected, we hit this pandemic, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that presented a whole nother layer of challenges that I have to tell you, uh, not any of us expected or anticipated. Um, yeah. And so I was forced to get on board and try to figure out how I could help my residents get testing, how to keep them safe. Yes. You know, uh, just trying to keep my eye on 
our elderly and senior residents, uh, making sure they have the things they need. So that's been that's been rather challenging, but I'm up to the challenge and I, and I did the best I could keeping people abreast of information as it rolled out with regard to um, our current uh, situation with COVID-19. Well, you've done a phenomenal job, yeah. so kudos to you. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, what was the experience running for office and serving in office while balancing work and family? Yeah, how do you do it? How do you keep it all together? I want to know. <laughs> I want to really know for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lucia. I need to know the answers to this too. Um, let's let's go to your initial question, which is running for office. Look. First of all, I have to start by saying anybody who puts their name on a ballot, I have lots of respect for. Because when you put yourself out there, you know, you open yourself up to all kinds of things. Yep. So mm. anybody who decides to run for an elected office, I respect, right? Mad respect. But running was challenging because as much of an extrovert I am, I'm also an introvert. So mm-hmm. which sounds crazy. But, you know, forcing myself to go knock on doors every day and forcing myself to go out. And once I'm on your doorstep and I can talk to you, then I'm in my element. Mm -hmm. Getting to that point was the tugging, right? right? Uh, So it took me a while to get used to that. And then, you know, participating in the debates and all that, putting yourself out there, having an opinion. Mm -hmm. As you guys know, sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) having a stand. Right, mm-hmm. taking a stand. And sometimes, you know, opinions are welcome. Some aren't as welcome. But you take that risk. And hopefully, if you've thought through your answers and, and it's a mindful, thoughtful uh, uh, response, you can get through it, right? I always try to think through things before I say them. And I usually tend to try to do some research. I, I, I always say, and I said this during the campaign trail, I know what I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to make something right. up for the sake of answering a constituent or a resident's question. Um, so getting to that point and, and um, you know, just, just I was quietly living here in the shores yeah. until you're not. And yeah. so becoming sort of a public figure in your own community, that, that was a culture shock for me. Now, and now, and to balance it with my family yes. and my job and all the other volunteer mm-hmm. activities I try to take place in. It's been a challenge. I'm not, I'm not it's yeah. been. So a lot of time management, I would say. A right? lot of, yeah. and I'm not good at time management. <laughs> Me neither. I was <laughs> like, not well, that's not a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So having someone help me with my calendar and not triple booking mm-hmm. myself, but also most importantly, making time for my girls and my family. You know, like I try to block off dinner time I try to keep, you know, some parts of my weekend open for my children, you know, because they see me. But also if, you know, COVID sort of put a damper on this, but when I could, I would take my girls with me because it's important for them to see women in leadership. I have two girls, right? Women in leadership, women speaking out, uh, women who are assertive, and mindful and thoughtful and giving back. I, I want them to see that. And I want them to, cause I want them to in turn be mindful and thoughtful individually right. as adults, right? Right. So the balance is hard. It, it, it really is. And, and I don't know, can women have it all? I don't know. They can have it all at some point. You can have all of this or you can have all of that. I'm still trying to answer that question. 
So it's it's been an interesting time to balance yeah. all of it, to be honest with you. And, yeah. and I get tired, but people asked me and elected me to do a job. So I have to stay true to that. And I have to stay true mm -hmm. to my family. I have to try, stay true to myself. That's right. I love that. Everybody has something to share. Um, so I'll share with you. I just recently completed 100 days in office. So thank you. I know you have a lot more than that. But for mine, I did a little report of some achievements. Keep people abreast. Could you keep us abreast of a few achievements you've had in your many more than 100 days in office? What have been some of the things that you're most proud of so far? I know there's a lot, but give us just a few. As you know, we are a Bayfront community. We have uh, we have access to the Bay, and the Bay affects yeah. our daily lives in that we have septic tanks, and the water is rising. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been really paying attention to so any resilient project. You know, from solar panels, we're going to get electric car chargers soon. Oh, wonderful! Um, yeah, very proud of that. This is resiliency committee, so I'm very proud of that. Um, you know, the other part of it is getting us into 2020 with technology, right? right. Mm. So the building department needed an online presence. We now have that. We didn't That's have awesome. a social media presence wow. uh, from the village. We now have that. Um, we're collecting data for our senior and elderly residents. We didn't have that. And, and by the way, in these challenging times, right? It's good to have, you know, yeah. the collecting data for our residents. Um, also paying attention to portions of Miami Shores that, that seemingly don't get the same attention, making <laughs> sure I'm over in those communities as much as possible, making sure their needs are being met. And community um, outreach, yeah. yeah. Yeah, community yeah. outreach to folks that feel like they're not being outreached to, right? right. I take care of everybody here, but I've kind of... I've tried to focus on them a bit to give them the the relief that they need in whatever that form that looks like. Um, right. We've done a lot with traffic, you know, traffic calming. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're an urban city. I call it an urban suburbia. So people are yeah, flying through. That's true. Uh, yeah, mitigating traffic. We have a lot of young families. So we're looking after our little kids. Um, and then I'll have some more substantive stuff coming up because again, this was such a learning curve. Yeah. This past um, year, yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah. But it, and it really <laughs> consumed all my time. We got a new so water much. park, but it consumed all my time this COVID. I wanted to make sure we were getting our due with the funding from the County, working with the league of cities to do that. Been very vocal with that. Um, making sure that we are included, you know, in the conversation where we haven't been included before. And I think I'm most proud of that, guys. Oh, wonderful. No, that's Future very nice. is included in the county conversations, the state conversations, and the federal conversations. All yeah. right, so we, you know, here on The Squeeze, we like to keep it light. We like yeah. to keep it fun. Okay. So we're going to kind of break it up a yeah, little bit. Breaking and it up. And have, have a couple of fun questions. Uh, okay. This one, I mean, it's not that fun, but it's really <laughs> kind of getting to know who you yes. are. Oh. So who would you say is your mentor? Probably... My childhood, you know, outside of my mom, guys, by the way, mm, okay. probably my childhood track coach. And let me tell you oh. what. Oh, oh, I want to hear me this. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I started running when I was, I don't know, seven. I don't know. I ran all the way through college. But the point is, is that my track coach from seven to 18, uh, my summer track coach, his name was Knox. And he was the toughest 
person. <laughs> and when it's hot outside, you know, get that heat and you got to run the bleachers of a stadium or you got to run several laps in that heat and it's you're just yeah. mad and he would just motivate you. In other words, he would say, you know what? You can do it, right? It hurts. It's going to hurt. Yeah. You can do it. And that translated over in my life. Some things are going to mm, hurt. Some right. things to accomplish mm. are hard. Metaphor, it's yes. a metaphor too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Metaphor. If, if yeah. things were easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Yeah. You want to accomplish, <laughs> they're hard. And so he taught me these lessons about, you know, you could don't cry over spilled milk. You don't have time mm. to cry. Okay. Mm. You can wallow for 15 minutes, then get over yourself, get up, wipe yourself off wipe your breath and keep it moving right yeah, yeah. and yeah. and i appreciate he just built this toughness inside of me to where i just was like okay i, I can accomplish if i can run up a you know <laughs> 500 seat stadium in 97 degrees weather every day for exercise before track practice oh, you can wow. do anything. so he was tough on us but I appreciated that toughness because it, Tough it, 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 yeah. it was all That's awesome. Well, now you've come to the special segment. Oh, and okay. I've, I've made a special segment for you called <laughs> Bippity Boppity Boo. Here we go. Got a doo, let him chicka boo, love it, Billy Boppity Boo. Put them together, and what do you got? Bippity Boppity Boo. I want to put on my little fairy godmother crown for you. Okay, let's do that. I like it. patient with me. We're going to get it done. But Make sure here we are. Paper, tilt it a little bit to the side. Yeah, I got it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's all right. I got <laughs> some style. You got some so style. I got yeah. some style. So if I was actually your fairy godmother <laughs> and you had one wish, what would it be, Mayor Wagner? One wish. <laughs> hmm. Um, if I had one wish for the world or for sure. myself, because I don't wish for myself. <laughs> Either um, way. <laughs> if I had one wish, I would wish that everyone could take the time to see the value in others. That is so important oh, to me. Oh, uh, it, it, yeah. it, it weighs heavy on my heart when people um, take folks at face value, they don't take the time to get to know someone. Uh, and therefore learn all the things you could learn from that person. I just wish that people would be more act with more compassion and more empathy and more thoughts for one another. Uh, because that would ensure that my children and your future children and everybody would have such a great future ahead of them. Uh, that's, that's selfish for, for my kids, but I just wish that people would take the time to 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 learn to lead with love and thought. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yep. So I'm a nice fairy godmother. Right. But <laughs> if I was an evil one and I put a spell on you and I turned you into an animal, <laughs> but you got to choose, which animal would you choose? Mm. And why? <laughs> I got to choose which animal. I would be a, a lioness. All right. Ooh. All right. Because while, you know, while I'm fun and, and, and light and airy, I, I, you know, I want to be fierce. I'm fierce and I'm protective and I'm loyal. And I, you know, my lot in life, I think, is to try to take care of others. And lionesses take care of their 
their pride, right? They take care they of their pride. Their pride, but they don't mess with them now. Yeah, right. don't mess with. Them. Mess That's with them. right. I would say a lioness. Yes. Perfect. That's and perfect. last one, I'll keep it. I'll say, I'm a godmother. Which okay. is the in your household? Which is the favorite Disney character? I won't say princess because it could be anybody. Okay. We accept all. But in your household, who's who's reigning right now? Who's reigning in my household? Yes. With Disney movie or show? Yeah, what's, what's planned? It's going mean, to be, you know what? You're right on time because it's a, it's Raya. Have you okay. seen that? Oh, okay. Yes, the Dragon Slayer, I believe. Dragon Slayer, honey, because we have watched That's that. a new one, yeah. Four to five times. It just came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just came my out. My girls yeah. are obsessed and I love it. And I love the lesson it teaches. And it's I a good love message. Yeah. Right. And I love that my girls can relate to what she looks like and who she Beautiful. is and what she's about. I think representation, seeing somebody that looks like you is so important. Matters. So Raya is reigning yeah. up in this house. Perfect. Yes. All Love right, it. all your wishes will be granted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, this is Mayor Crystal Wagger, and thanks for coming out, and you're watching The Squeeze. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out our next episode on The Squeeze.